Hi, I'm Miss Marcy, and you are listening to Conversations with Miss Marcy podcast. If you are looking for watered down conversations, this might not be the podcast for you. I'm just saying. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Conversations with Miss Marcy. I am Miss Marcy. And if this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much and welcome. And to my continued listeners and supporters, thank you. You all could be listening to any podcast, but you choose to listen to this one. So for that, I do appreciate you. All right, you guys, I hope you guys are doing well. And y'all know how I like to do before I get into anything. Let's get into today's reflection. Okay. Pay attention. There are people who will smile to your face, but gossip behind your back. If your gut says don't trust them, listen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. So, yeah. I mean, I think we all, I think that's one we all, we all can agree on, okay? But you know what? Let me say this. Speaking of that, it says there are people who will smile to your face, but gossip behind your back. Okay. Now, if we're talking about gossip, then yeah, that's a no-no. Here's what I want to say. Sometimes you got to know the difference between gossiping or, you know, having a conversation about somebody not in the spirit of gossip, though. That, for instance, this is what I mean. I don't know a person, and I mean nobody, myself included, who has not had a conversation with someone about someone else who was not there to defend themselves. Um, whether that conversation was about another friend, uh, a family member or whoever. We are, everybody has had some type of conversation about someone. Like I said, it could have been your sister, your brother, shit, even your mother or whoever you've had. Everybody has had a conversation about somebody else who they have not said whatever they said, they haven't said it to that person. Or in some cases, maybe they have said it to that person already, but maybe they're just repeating it to this other person. Either way, my whole point is this. Sometimes when you have a, sometimes just because you have a sidebar conversation with someone about someone or, you know, you happen to mention something or you kind of discussing something, sometimes it's not always gossip. It's not always done in the spirit of gossip. Sometimes it could be in a situation where, you know, you are venting to a friend about another friend and you're only venting because maybe you want to make sure you're not tripping and before you approach this person, because I know me, I've had a problem in the past with my approach to people because I've always been the kind of person that to say some shit, just like I'm just the way I'm thinking it. <laughs> my one, one of my best friends, you know, she'd be laughing sometimes. <laughs> she'd be like, that is a Marsha moment. Like, 
you know, I, I truly, truly, truly try to work on my approach and how I say things to people. But one thing about me is I've never had a problem. I've never been the kind of person who had a problem, um, communicating with a person of how I feel. But as I've gotten older, I had to be more seasoned and I had to learn that you can't just say, you know, shit the way you think and that you have to really, uh, pay attention to your approach to people. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm some Billy badass. Like, Oh, I tell a person today face. I feel no, I'm just saying that honestly, like that's a part I'm a Sagittarius and that's a, that's a part of my nature. Like there's this, um, I remember I saw this, this, uh, this meme, it said, you, you never have to wonder what a Sagittarius is thinking because you know, a Sagittarius is going to tell you what they're thinking. <clears throat> You'll never hear a Sagittarius say you, Hey, you want to know what I'm thinking? <laughs> because they're just going to tell you. And that's true. So I actually am more uncomfortable when I can't tell a person how I feel, or if I, you know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, that actually makes me uncomfortable. I'm more comfortable being able to express how I feel to a person. So anyway, and sometimes when I'm not in a position to express myself to a person, because a lot of times, sometimes you do have to wait. Sometimes you do have to sit back and kind of think things through first before you go, you know, running to, to, uh, have a conversation with a person about some things. So yes, there may have been a time where I might have, you know, um, spoken about it to another person before I've actually gone and talked to that person. Not again, not in the spirit of, of gossip or because, Oh, I'm talking shit behind this person's back and I can't say it to them. Absolutely. The fuck not. You know what I'm saying? But, but my whole point is we've all done it. We have all done it. And if you ain't never done it, you a motherfucking lie. <laughs> you was the motherfucking lie. Um, and I know, you know, I had a person be like one time be like, you know, you should tell that person, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem telling that person, you know, but, and, and, and again, you know, sometimes, um, don't think just because somebody's, saying it to you that that don't mean they're not going to tell that person maybe they're waiting on the per you know maybe they're ma wait, waiting on the right time or like i said maybe they're just trying to make sure they are you know what i'm saying they want to check they self first and maybe they need to hear themselves talk about it to another person or whatever everything don't always have to come down to you talking behind somebody's back not in not in that spirit now i could see if you know, because if, if you're talking about something that's bothering you, bothering you or how you feel about something, you know, that's one thing. But if you're talking, now, if you're talking reckless about a person, like, mm, mm, let me tell you, girl, I went over to her house and, oh my gosh, her house was funky. Oh my goodness. And, uh, 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 and her boyfriend, where her boyfriend be, you know what I'm saying? He be low key giving me the eye and shit, girl, or some shit like, uh, yeah, I went over to her house and her house was fucking nasty. Or, you know, what's up with her motherfucking, um, um, why her kids be dirty like that? Or, um, some shit like, um, just some, you know what I'm saying? Just talking on some personal shit about somebody, like dogging the shit out of somebody talking about their hair, their clothes. Girl, you see what she had on the other day? Oh my God, she looked at a hot fucking mess. Or some shit like, mm -mm -mm. girl, you know what? She be stinking low key when I be seeing her. I'm just making up shit, y'all. You see, I can get my point. Like, ooh, girl, did you see her? Girl, did you see? Ooh, girl, she low key ugly. She ain't even cute for real, for real. You know, shit like that. That's like some dirty ass dogging ass. That's some dogging gossipy type of shit. Like, oh my gosh, girl, when she gonna do her hair, girl? Her hair be looking a hot mess. Or, 
Um, just any, I'm just saying anything, but I'm just saying like, that's the type of shit where you just dogging somebody behind their back and that's, that's some gossip and shit. Like that's the type of shit. Like, yeah, you, are you, is that your friend? Like, are you serious? Are you sure that's your friend? Like, no, uh -uh. so stuff like that. But when it comes to our feelings about something, or maybe, you know, we have talked about, you know, how somebody made us feel, or we might, uh, you know, another friend might've said some bullshit that you, you like, what bitch for real. And you know, maybe you got to get it off your chest to another mutual friend. You know what I mean? Cause maybe you, you know, you just, you're trying to make sure you ain't going to start no shit over something that ain't even that no shit don't need to be started. You know, I'm a very confrontational person. You know what I'm saying? I'll admit that. And when I say confrontational, it, that does not mean that, oh, I like drama. I like to start shit. No, confrontational means that I don't, I don't, I'm not a conflict avoider. Like I don't, and I've said this to y'all before, like I actually don't have a, issue when things need to be addressed now there's a way to go about addressing shit i don't address shit in a in a in a uh ruthless ass uh you know um argumentative ghetto ass oh we gotta be all out in the motherfucking public arguing and shit no i'm not that chick no i ain't that chick you know what i'm saying but i i am the chick where if we need to have a fucking conversation about something we can do so in a mature grown manner is what I mean by I'm confrontational. So, you know, and, and, and not everything needs to be addressed. And I, and I had to learn that too, as I got older, everything does not need to be, everything does not need an address. Some shit just, okay. You let it roll off your fucking back. Okay. So yes. So, um, yeah. So that's what, <laughs> that's what I want to say about that. Like, damn, all of that came off of the reflection of the day. <laughs> yeah. I really want to mention that because I, you know, I know that sometimes people, you know, we, as people, you know, sometimes we say things about somebody and it's not really in a, like I said, it's not really in the, in the whole realm of just trying to gossip behind somebody's damn back. It's not the case, you know? Um, you know, human nature. I mean, that's what people do. People going to talk. I mean, that's just what they're going to do. Anyway. So, all right. I'm moving right along. Uh, what is I going to talk? Okay. So there's a couple things I want to get into. And this is just going to be, uh, basically on some of the viral, um, the viral things that's been going around the viral stories that's been going around. So, oh, first let me tell you, I just finished watching. I finally, 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 finally finished watching King Richard. Cause y'all know, I think on a few podcasts ago, um, I had started watching it, but I hadn't finished it. Damn good movie, man. And you know, when I was watching it, I didn't think about the slap as much. I didn't. Now the first time I watched it was right after the slap, which I was going to watch it anyway. Cause I, it was on my to watch list. But, um, I didn't get around to it till then. And all I could think about was the slap. Like, oh my God, I can't watch this without thinking about the slap. But now, you know, everything done kind of calmed down with the slap. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's not as, you know, it's not as, um, uh, potent. <laughs> Situation is not as potent as it was before. But so anyway, I watched the movie and it was so freaking good, man. That was such an inspiring movie. <clears throat> I like to see people invest into their kids like that. That's why I be always telling people that got kids like, man, if you see your child got a talent or whatever, or whatever the case would have you invest, invest in your children. So I love that. And, um, 
yeah, it was just a really great movie. Um, I love the way Richard Williams basically predicted, I mean, kind of like prophesied and, and spoke into existence of what his girls, his daughter's legacies would be. And I mean, it's just beautiful. I thought that was such a good movie. Um, but one thing I, I did think like towards the end was I was like, man, I wish he had not did that shit. I wish Will had not. I wish that slap never happened. Because, man, it's like he truly deserved that Oscar. He did. He deserved And I, I hate that. I hate this for him. I just do. I hated that for him because it's like you tainted. And I said this before and I'm saying it again. He tainted a moment that he'd been waiting for pretty much all of his career. And, well, I mean, he has other... You know, Will Smith is Will Smith. Let's not get it twisted, you know. But, you know, the Oscar is one of those accolades that's just, it's like, it's like you are truly official. It's like he was already official, but it's like, you know, when you get that Oscar, it's like you officially official. And I just hated that. I hated that now we will always, you know, the, the slap will always be, connected to that no to that moment it'll always be in connection with it it'll always be there so it's just unfortunate but yeah it was a really good movie he did a damn good job he deserved that oscar and yeah but speaking of that speaking of the slap so chris chris rock's mother um rose rock she actually spoke out for the first time about the whole situation and i'm gonna let y'all hear what she had to say then i'm gonna come back Let's get into it. Like he said, he's still processing it uh -huh. because that's not something he's doing well. Like he said, he's still processing it. Uh -huh. The shocking incident as she spoke with South Carolina news station Wiz 10. So how is Chris doing? He is doing well. Like he said, he's still processing it uh -huh. because that's not something you expect. Well, I told someone when, when Will slapped Chris, he slapped all of us. But uh -huh. he really slapped me. Why do you say that? Because when you hurt my child, you hurt me. Mm. If you do, you know Will personally. Have you ever met him? Before? I have never met him. He and Tony worked together on uh, all of us. Yeah, for a while, but I've never met him. If you were able to have a conversation with Will, what would you tell him? Oh, my God. I have no idea what I would say other than what in the world were you thinking? Mm -hmm. Because you did a slap, but so many things could have happened from that. Chris could have stepped back and fallen. Yeah. Um, you really could have gotten taken out in handcuffs. Mm. You know, so what was... You, you didn't think. You reacted to your wife's um, giving you the side eye. Yeah. And you went up and you made her day because she was bold over laughing when it happened. I, did you think that it was staged? I thought it was at first until he started with the obscenities. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And what were you able to do just from a distance at home? You can't do anything. There's nothing you can do. I couldn't reach out to him at that point. It was nothing to do. And that's a hard thing for a mother. And obviously the Academy has now suspended Will Smith from coming to the Oscars, you and know, for a number of years. You don't even go every year. 
<laughs> yeah, because at one point the Smiths were boycott boycotting the Oscars, and now they returned, you know, mm -hmm. for that award that he did win. Uh, they so boycotted a year they weren't even invited. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's all kind of funny. So you don't think it was a true punishment? Oh, no. Leave it to mom. You know, Chris Rock's mom, she's very classy. Very classy lady. You know, I like the fact that she didn't go into, basically, she didn't go into dog and wheel or, you know, she kept it very, very classy. And it, it seemed like it was hurtful all over again to hear his mom say, you know, when he slapped him, he slapped me too. He slapped all of us. And that's like what I was saying before. Like I said before, you know, Chris Rock has a fucking family too that had to watch that. He had kids, grandkids, a mother, you know, his brothers, his siblings. I mean, it was like, no, that just wasn't cool. And I've already expressed that enough, so I ain't got to go on into that again. But yeah, you know, and and I think I heard that he's in the he's in the uh, he's over in India, I believe, trying to heal or whatever. And then Jada back doing the red table talk. Child, she is so fucking toxic. I know. You know what? I just think it's just annoying to see somebody like Jada who tries to portray like she's so positive and she's all about healing and everything, but she's so fucking toxic. Oh my gosh. And, and you know, like the woman, like the reporter just mentioned before, like, damn, they was trying to ban the fucking Oscars like a couple of years ago. Like it was Jada's ass. I mean, she's so fucking toxic. And I just... I know, I know some, I know somebody like Jada. I know it's a guy. Just toxic as fuck. Try to act so positive and everything. And so y'all know, I just did a podcast about that. Uh, people that try to come off like they're so fucking positive and shit. And they so damn, um, just, oh my gosh, just, just, just all about positive energy and everything. But yet they are so fucking toxic, so negative, always falling out with people. Uh, doing little messy shit just low-key just agents of chaos they just do little little slick ass shit that keep them in chaotic ass situations because deep down sometimes some people like fucking chaos jada actually admitted remember that when the whole august alcina shit came up she admitted to having an issue with she, one of her things is she likes to feel like she can fix people and heal people that makes her think that she's all about positive energy and healing. But really, that could be more of an issue within herself. Why do you feel like you need to heal people when... Now, don't get me wrong. There's there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a light to people because I feel like at the end of the day, I feel like that's what we are all here to, to be. We are all here to be a blessing to one another in, in some type of way. Uh, but I think that with her... I think that, excuse me, I think that with people who feel like they, they, you know what I'm saying? They, it's like, they kind of prey on broken people or whatever, just like no different from a man who goes after broken women, um, who goes after, like, I, I watched that show called, uh, for my man and you know, come on TV one, it's called for my man. And that show on that show, when you watch it, 
a lot of those women, because it's always like women who end up with these dudes and they, they end up robbing people and killing people and doing crazy shit all in the name of love for my man, okay? And then they stupid asses end up not even with the man, okay? They end up going to prison and then they be, you'll see the caption that'll say, um, they have no... Uh, they have no contact with each other or, or she be done committed the crime and the police questioned her and he done threw her under the bus and lied and said it was all on her and he had nothing to do with nothing stuff, shit like that. So anyway, one thing I noticed about the majority of those women is a lot of times they're broken. They're young and they're broken or they're just young. For the most part, they'd be broken women. They'd be broken. They'd be women who, you know, come from certain types of situations or whatever and they truly be broken so i'm saying that to say that a lot of times that's how they're able to get taken advantage of too and you actually have some men well hell some people who who prey on people like that because it's something it's to me i think it's something within them who that there's something within them that is not right there's something within them that's broken and and they think that trying to uh, put the other people back together is going to give them some type of gratification. But I truly believe that, I do believe that Jada is toxic. I do. And and I really do believe that she really kind of just, you know, cares about herself. And, and Earthquake summed it up so good. He said, you know, she don't really love Will like that. I don't, I, I, I don't think so either. Shit. But anyway, so to hear Chris Rock's mother finally, you know, speak out or whatever, it was just like, man, I can only imagine. So I don't know if I believe that Will should apologize, um, should go to the Rock's house, go to his mom's house or some shit. I don't know. Apologize to the family. I don't know. I don't know what he, I don't know what he should do at this point. I don't know. I did see somewhere in the media that they're saying that he's starting to get roles again, but it's like, what kind of roles though? Are they D list roles, C list roles? Cause you know, he's an A lister. I can't imagine that he's going to get the, he's going to be getting the type of roles that he was getting before. And you know, some people say, Oh, he'll never be broke. Okay. You know, but I, I disagree with that, but I believe he can be broke like anybody else. He can, he can go broke. Shit. The the harder uh, the bigger they are, the harder they can fall. Shit, the more money he got, the more, you know, keep on making bad decisions and doing stupid shit. Yeah, he can he can be broke like the next person. The pandemic showed us that shit. The, when I one thing I say the pandemic was the was the fucking great equalizer because that pandemic showed us that at the end of the day, shit, no matter what class we we think we're in or what status or what caliber of people we are, shit, we are all at some point can be all on the same playing field, honey, when it come down to it. And all it takes is one bad decision, for real, a lot of times. But there was the pandemic that showed us that, though, that showed us that anything can happen to where, shit, you can go from being making millions to, to being broke or to trying to scratch and claw <laughs> to, to, you know, get your money up just like the next person, just like anybody else, you know? So nobody's exempt for real, for real at the end of the day. But yeah, so I don't know. I just think that was a, mm, it was just crazy. So, you know, I know a lot of people aren't really talking about it no more because it's kind of died down, but you know, they, they're, they're still keeping it 
relevant to us some way, somehow. I think people are waiting to see what Chris Rock is going to do. Me personally, I'll be slapping a thick, fat-ass um, lawsuit on him. But, you know, that's just me. That is just me. So, anyway, speaking of other people, but speaking of people speaking out, so Meg the Stallion sat down with Gail King and did an interview about the whole Tory Lane situation or whatever. So, you know, people still trying to figure out if Tory Lane's really shot Meg or is Meg full of shit. Now, the interview, to me, I felt like Meg was full of shit. So it happened in, what, 2020 when the pandemic was going on and, you know, they were leaving Kylie Jenner's house. It was Meg Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez, and uh, 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 Megan's then best friend, Kel- was her name Kelsey? So they were all leaving the party or whatever, which we had saw them on, uh, we saw them on their little, was it Twitter, IG Live, one of them. They were all in the pool and shit, having a good old funky time. And so then they left and on their way back to Megan's house or whatever, she claims the argument ensued or whatever. And, um, then they, you know, she, nobody will say what they got into an argument about, but they got into an argument all in the car, Tory Lanez, Kelsey and Meg. And they got to arguing and stuff. And then she said she got out the car cause she didn't want to argue no more cause it was getting crazy. And, um, let me let y'all hear this shit. Hold on. I've always been confident. I've always been loud. I've always been outgoing. Like, I've always just enjoyed entertaining. When I look now, I'm like, dang, when did you know you were good at this? I feel like I wrote my first, like, rap when I... I'm like, okay, yeah, that's on fire. I like that. I could do that at seven. I could do that. And when I got to college, everybody... I feel like it was a little different with me interacting Fast forward. Chelsea Harris too loud like this was one of them times where it was like it's for you Rapper Tory Lanez has been charged with shooting artist Megan Thee Stallion during an argument Megan Thee Stallion hit by multiple gunshots There was an argument in the car It was an argument because I was ready to go and everybody else wasn't ready to go But that's like normal friend yes. stuff like Yeah we fuss about silly, silly stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. But okay. I never put my hands on anybody. I never raised my voice too loud. Like this was one of them times where it was like it shouldn't have got this crazy. It shouldn't have escalated to right. that it did. Can you just briefly walk us through what happened that night? It starts you at a party at Kylie Jenner's house. Ah. Uh, had went there and we were just hanging out and I was ready to go because I had been there all day. So you guys end up in a car. You, Tory Lanez, your friend at the time, Kelsey, and his driver slash security. Tory Lanez, whose real name is Daystar Peterson, is a Grammy-nominated rapper and singer from Canada. Kelsey Harris was one of Megan Thee Stallion's best friends from Houston. There was an argument, and you get out of the car, right? At that point, the argument wasn't even with me. Like, the argument was with the two people in the backseat. So I asked the driver to pull the car over. Like, I'm done with this. And I should have stayed out of the car. Like, I should have not got back in the car. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Megan, just get back in the car. We almost there. Like, just get back in. Mm-hmm. So I get back in the car. It's like it's getting worse. Like, the arguing in the car. The arguing in the car is getting worse, and I don't want to be in this car no more. Like, because I see it's getting crazy. So I get out the car, and it's like everything happens so fast. And all I hear is this man screaming. Is he said dance? <laughs> 
and he starts shooting, and I'm just like, oh my god! Like he shot a couple of times. And I, I so was is so he scared. in the car shooting from the car? Megan? He is he... standing up over the window, okay. shooting, uh-huh. and I didn't even want to move. I didn't want to move too quick. Like, cause I'm like, oh my God, if I take the wrong step, I don't know if he can shoot something that's like super important. Hold on. Y'all ever see somebody that is trying so fucking hard to, uh, seem so obsessed and so distraught to where they just seem so fucking annoying. That's what I'm getting from her right now. She's, she's fucking annoying me right now. Okay. (laughs) And I don't know if he could shoot me and kill me. Like, Were you afraid for your life at that I time? I was really scared because I had never been shot at before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I looked down at my feet because I wasn't even... The adrenaline is pumping so hard. I'm not sure if he hit me. Like, I feel it, but I don't understand what's happening. So I looked down at my feet and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm really bleeding. Mm-hmm. So I, like, drop down and I crawl in somebody's driveway. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe you shot me. And what is he saying, Tory Lane, saying? He's apologizing. He's like, I'm so sorry. Please don't tell nobody. I'll give y'all a million dollars if y'all don't say nothing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you offering me money right now? Help me. Like, and if you're sorry, just help me. Like... But at that moment, we didn't even make it to to the house. Like somebody had already called the police and it was like so many of them. It was helicopters. I was like, oh, my God, we all about to die. Like the George, the George Floyd incident had just happened. The police are definitely very much shoot first, ask questions after. So I'm like, it's a hot gun in the car. I'm bleeding. I've been shot. They about to kill somebody like something bad is about to happen. Mm-hmm. So somebody hears the gunshots, they call the police. The police come, and they say what to you? They tell everybody to get out of the car. TMZ obtained video from that night. And you can see the footage of me in the swimsuit, limping backwards, feet bleeding. And they say to you, what happened here? I don't remember everything they said to me, but I remember them asking me what's happening, what what happened to you, and I didn't want them to kill any of us mm-hmm. or shoot any of us. Mm-hmm. So I just said I stepped on glass mm-hmm. because I didn't. Why did want, you say that? Why didn't you say you shot me? I didn't. For some reason, I was just trying to protect all of us because I didn't want them to kill us. Like even though this person just did just did this to me Mm -hmm. my first reaction still was to try to save us like Mm -hmm. I didn't want to see anybody die Mm -hmm. so I just said I stepped on glass so when I see people trying to use that against me like trying to act like I'm lying oh she stepped on glass she never got shot I'm the one who said I stepped on glass I was lying to protect all of us Mm -hmm. And I, sometimes I wish I really would have never said that. You wish you would have just told the truth. I wish I would have told the truth, but I, if it saved all of us from dying, then that's just probably what it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. So when you told the police you stepped on glass, did they believe you? I don't know. So how did you go from the glass? Did you go to the hospital? So right they took that? me straight to the, the hospital, hospital. Mm-hmm. and... 
The police questioned me, and I said it was just glass. You still stuck with that story? I stuck right with now. it. It was glass. And right as the officers were like, okay, we done with this, we leaving, the doctor came in, and he was like, you know, you got bullets in both of your feet. Like, you got fragments in this foot, and it's like right on the back of your Achilles. And I'm like... There is a medical report that says that there were bullet uh, that you had been shot, mm -hmm. and the medical report also says that to this day you still have bullet, still bullet fragments, fragments in, in your my foot. feet. And there are still many people, as we sit here today, Megan, that don't even believe you were shot. The, there is um, a hot gun in the car. Yeah. What? What else? What? What happened? In text messages obtained by CBS News, Kelsey Harris, the other woman in the car, texted Megan's security guard saying, help, Tori shot Meg. I really thought that we were all friends. And it's, sometimes I feel like I put the blame on myself because when my mom passed, I just felt like I was looking for some type of family environment and I was letting so many people in and I didn't care who it was. I just wanted to feel like I got family and I got people that care about me and just I could hang out with everybody. And I, I was just going through it. What was the nature of your relationship with Tory Lanez? Because he has led, led people to believe that it was a sexual relationship, that it was uh, that you two were dating. What was the nature we of We were not dating. We what were really name? close. We were friends. We hung out like every day. And his mom passed. She's so full of shit. Let me say this. First of all, we see not one tear fall down her fucking eye. We see not one tear trickle down her face. We hear a lot of sniffling and sobbing because she wants to garner sympathy from people. <laughs> Just when she was like, hey, he said, he's like, I'm so sorry. I give you a million dollars. No tell nobody. He why you offering me money right now? You need to help me. Oh, that irritated me. <laughs> I bet shut the fuck up because you're, listen, here's my thing. I don't doubt that, obviously there was a gun involved. I'm not saying that it was not. And, and obviously she did have bullet fragments in her foot. I don't think she had no bullet in her damn foot. I do think somebody shot at her foot to probably, you know, try to scare her or whatever. But also in the report, what they didn't talk about on here was on the magazine of the gun, Tory Lane's print, his fingerprints were not found on that part, which means he did not load the gun. You know what I'm saying? And they also found gun residue on Kelsey, her, her ex best friend or whatever. So this story is so stupid. I mean, I mean, let me not say that. I'm not going to say it's stupid, but there's starting to be too many moving parts in this story that don't have to be. And it's all because somebody doesn't want to tell what really happened or what really was. And and just like this whole situation with the whole, she's first, she said it was Tori and uh, Kelsey in the back arguing or whatever, you know, but it's like, no, you had to be arguing too, because the whole issue was Kelsey was fucking with Tori first. And then Meg fucked him basically. And then the fact that she said that, <clears throat> Excuse me. The fact that she said that, um, we were really close. We were really close. That's some bullshit because Tori actually stated in one of his tweets, uh, what about a while back saying that, you know, good dick. He said, what he say? Something about having good dick and being, um, guilty of fucking two friends. And that's why he was in the situation that he was in or whatever, you know, stuff like that. So Kelsey admitted it. 
Kelsey said that, you know, because they did a diss track to each other, Kelsey and Meg or whatever, when they fell out. And Kelsey said, you know, you the one was hopping on a nigga that I was on first and you was supposed to be my best friend. But I've heard that in the industry that Meg the Stallion is a fucking, she's like a, she's like a, 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 a social climber. She tries to use people to get to the top or whatever. You know what I mean? Because before she was even friends with Kelsey, she had another best friend named Kel actually who was kind of like a regular girl, whatever, whatever, you know, but then, you know, Kelsey, who, by the way, a lot of people may not know, but Kelsey actually has always been in the industry, just kind of on the back, on the back, you know, behind the scenes on things. And Kelsey ain't no slouch of a chick. She wasn't no chick that just was trying to be Meg's friend because she was Meg the Stallion. No, Kelsey already was locked in into the industry or whatever. So who's to say that Meg didn't jump from her previous best friend, Kel to Kelsey because she thought Kelsey was on another level. You see what I mean? And even, um, before Tory Lanez, you know, she was fucking with some other dude. It's like, she tries to climb the ladder. What are you doing even being close with Tory Lanez when he was fucking your friend? You know what I'm saying? He was fucking Kelsey. Why was you even, because it went back, go back to the quarantine radio when Tory Lanez was doing quarantine radio. And it was actually, I never listened to it. I never watched it, but it was from what I hear, it was actually kind of popping. He had like a little buzz going on. And so what happened? I think, they said Kelsey was sick at one point, so she couldn't be over there with him. Cause at first she was over there with him all the time doing it. But then one time Kelsey got sick and couldn't be over there. And next thing you know, we, they, nah, I didn't see it cause I didn't watch it. But next thing you know, they said Meg was over there with him. So Meg started fucking with him. And I believe that's what the argument was about. But Meg don't want to say that because she know people going to be looking at her like, bitch, you dead ass. You know, that was your homegirl and you was fucking on her nigga. You know what I mean? And that's why I think that's what the argument was about. Um, then on top of that, another thing they didn't mention was in this interview was that, um, somebody actually, a eyewitness actually saw that same night. They saw Kelsey and Meg actually getting into it. I don't know if it was like a physical fist fight, but they actually got into a fight. I don't know if they was just arguing or whatever, but some eyewitness saw that. So it's more to the story than what she's letting on. I do think it's a serious matter because there was a gun involved, you know, and I'm not going to say that, you know, something didn't take place, but I just feel like she's not, something is not being told and something is being fabricated. And, um, but yeah, so, and she straight up, you know, is trying to deny her relationship with Tori that she might not have, let me let y'all finish. Hold on. Too. So when I felt like we were bonding over okay. that, and did you have an intimate relationship with him, like sexual? Yeah. yeah. Did you? Have, <laughs> did you, Megan? Did you have a sexual relationship <laughs> with Tory Lanez? Yes. That's my question. Um, mm. I didn't have a sexual relationship with Tory. So why do you think, bitch? Why you had to think about it? What you mean? Um, um, I didn't have a. That's a yes or no question. She tried to, she tried to, you know, she, she, she tried to play semantics like, oh, I didn't have a sexual relationship, you know, but that don't mean she didn't have, have sex with him. Like, you know, the fuck Gail meant, bitch. Did you fuck him? And she said, Megan, did you have a, <laughs> like get serious, bitch. Did you fuck him or not? <laughs> but, um, Megan full of shit. I'm sorry. See, Megan reminds me of the, like I said about Jada, people that try to, if you, I, you know what, when Megan first got into the, when, when I first started hearing Megan the Stallion's music or whatever, 
she was always surrounded by drama. It's always drama. Y'all better, you gotta pay attention to people like that. Megan reminds me of that very same person that I, the very same type of person that I, that I mentioned, like people that swear up and down, you know, that they all about positive and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. But yet they always up with some negative bullshit. It's like, she does shit that just, I don't know. She just, I don't know. I wouldn't trust her. And like I said, she on the line, she on the same type of time as Jada Pinkett's ass. Just, just full of fucking chaos for real. All right. Let me let y'all finish listening. <laughs> He's putting out the story that the two of you had a relationship and that you're making the whole thing up. I think that he is trying to deflect from the fact that he cr- committed a crime. Tory Lanes pleaded not guilty to assault and weapons charges related to the shooting. We asked his attorney about Megan's allegations in this story. She responded that they look forward to addressing Ms. Pete's claims, including her inconsistencies, discrepancies, and omissions when his case goes to trial later this year. How has your life changed since you were shot? I feel like my anxiety is worse. I feel like my relationship with people is it's gotten very cold because I'm not as trusting as I used to be. I was going to ask you, is it hard for you to trust people? Like, I've got this wall and I don't want to make any friends and I'm trying to be as nice as I can. But you don't want low-key be like using people and doing people dirty for real. I can't, oh gosh. To everybody, my, I don't even probably new people. I probably don't even hold a conversation longer than thirty minutes because I feel like every time I'm talking, I'm like on the verge of tears, and I don't want to have to explain to strangers why I'm crying. Yeah, yeah. Half the time, I just want to pick up the phone and call my mom and be like, "What do I do?" Like, it's too much. I feel crazy. I'm sad. Like, and I feel like I have to hold it in because I have to be strong for so many people. What do you say to people that still don't believe that you were actually shot? I don't think any of this is for them. Like, it's for me. Like, I know this happened to me. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather it play out in court and the facts come out and everything comes out. And you swear up and down you don't want people talking about it, yet you sat down and did this fucking interview. What? That don't even make sense. You know what I'm saying? And then the text message that Kelsey, they showed, they just showed Kelsey sent a text message to her, uh, to Meg's, uh, bodyguard or whatever, whoever saying help Tori shot Meg. And that was sent like three hours after, like, why was she wait three hours after? I don't know. It's just a lot of little suspicious things about this story. You know, like she said, you know, she was just like, you know, uh, I don't trust people, but you're the one can't be trusted though. It's your ass. She, your ass just like you know what i'm saying at one point she was cool with Nicki minaj you know what i'm saying that she was low-key making dish this uh comments about cardi you know what i'm saying then she ended up doing what she ended up doing she ended up doing what with cardi like she is a fucking social climber oh my gosh um but yeah this story is too many i don't even really care about it for real for i really don't I just, you know, it's one of the, it was one of the trending topics. So I was like, let me talk about this shit. But, you know, just, yeah, like she said, let it, let it, that shit play out in court. So why are you even still doing interviews and talk? Why are you even doing an interview and talking about it? And you're not crying. That's the thing. You sniffling this shit, faking, 
faking tears. No, not one tear ran down this girl's face. Not a one. So it's like, okay. And you know, I mean, I, I, I do believe there, I believe there was bullet fragments in her foot, but I don't believe, I don't believe she got shot in the damn foot. Cause I believe one of her fucking foot. I believe if she got shot in her, we're talking both feet. Okay. Why? If you, if she really had a bullet in a bullet, one of them, one of her damn feet would have been either off or broken or something. It wouldn't have been just about no damn bullet fragments in both of them. I don't know. It just sounds, I don't know. Mm, see. And then, um, just, just the whole, just, just hurt. Just, this fake ass crying shit just irritated me. I'm sorry. I just, I just can't get past it. Then me having to plead my case. And I, I'm a victim. Like I'm the victim. Like I don't, I'm not defending myself against anything. And that's how you always want people to see you as the victim. Like something happened to me. And following a pretrial hearing early. Okay, so anyway. So, yeah, we don't know. It'll come out, you know, it'll come out. I just wonder, and, and the Kelsey girl is pregnant, actually. Kelsey is pregnant right now. But I just wonder, I want to know um, why they won't say what what the argument was out, uh, was about. And then on top of that, that night, Tori and um, Kelsey went to jail. And, and Megan even said that in her little video which that she did a while back when she was going off about it, when she finally revealed that Tori shot her and that she lied about the glass or whatever. You know, first of all, why would I understand the George Floyd, the George Floyd stuff, stuff had just happened. So, yeah, I would have been afraid to, you know, I would have been afraid for the police to come around for anything, too. But, I mean, I don't know. Something just still don't. You know, something just still don't sound right. Uh, she was like, them, them motherfuckers went to jail. No, I didn't go to jail. But Kelsey was supposed to be your best friend. And you, you sat up there and let people, um, claim that she, she's the one that shot you. And you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just low key dirty. And just, I couldn't have a friend like her. I just couldn't. I couldn't have a friend like her just stupid but anyway um um yeah so this is crazy so yeah we'll see it play out in court or whatever Tori will have his day in court and uh like I said there's a lot of little details to this situation Megan didn't admit to her she didn't admit to her and um Kelsey got into an actual you know altercation or a fight or whatever some type of argument she tried to swear up and down it was just kelsey and tori and if it was just then why are you so like i'm not i don't, don't want to argue no more i'm getting out the car like you know what i'm saying like just i don't know it's just it's just mm, 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 mm. she shouldn't have did that interview she should not have did that interview because now when they do go to court they're going to pull that interview up and whatever she said is going to be used against her just like she said her and tori didn't fuck that's the lie Tori even said it, and so did Kelsey. When Kelsey was like, you know, you hopped on a nigga that I, that I was on first. You know what I'm saying? So that's a lie. You said you didn't have sex with Tori. You didn't. You did not have sexual relations with that man. But that's a lie, according to Tori and, and according to your ex best friend. So I don't know, honey. 
So now folks want to know, did Tori shoot Megan or not? Did Tori shoot Megan or not? It's crazy. We'll see, I guess. I want to know what the fucking argument was about, to be honest. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> they won't, won't none of them say. Won't none of them say. But, um, yeah, she she's like the baby, too. Y'all know, the baby is... The, I don't even want to talk about him. He's, you know what? I really don't pay attention to him no way. I only hear about him because he be in the news about shit that he's always doing. He's another negative ass, uh, badass energy, um, toxic as fuck. Uh, always be trying to act like he on some some positive woke shit, but he really an agent of chaos. Be going. He he got that Suge Knight energy. Be going around thinking he a, a Mr. Untouchable, bullying people, fighting people and shit. You see that latest video of him swinging on his own artist? Like, I don't, ooh, no, 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 no. You know, it's always something with him. And that video now is surfacing of him uh, in Walmart um, when he shot that young man in Walmart back in, what, 2019, I believe, 20, was it 2018, 2019, one of them. And he shot his, um, he shot that guy in Walmart or whatever. It was a, uh, it was a guy and his friend who they were actually fans of the babies and they were trying to get an autograph or, you know, talk to him or whatever. And I guess the baby was agitated, you know, he's in Walmart and, um, he was, I guess he just didn't want to be bothered with them. And so, you know, some words got exchanged and he actually stole on the guy, the guys, the guy name was Jalen. But his friend, I can't think of his name, but he stole, the baby stole on him. And Jalen was like trying to low-key break it up. But Jalen had a gun on him. And so that's why the baby actually, and the baby actually got off on this case. He got off on self-defense. But basically, the baby pulled his gun out and started shooting and he killed Jalen. And he got off because the fact that Jalen had a gun and the baby lied and said that they tried to rob him or whatever. It was crazy. But Jalen had a license to carry, whereas the baby did not, but he still got off. He one of them dudes where he going to either get popped or he's going to go to prison. And I think either way, nobody's going to give a fuck and nobody's going to be surprised. He's one of those people, like I said, like Suge Knight. There are some people where their actions and their behavior, they're, 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 their reputation precedes them. And it's like, when you hear about stuff that when you hear, I mean, I hate to say this, but there has been a few guys that I, that I have known and heard about them getting killed or something. And you'd be like, Oh damn. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't even be like surprised. The baby is one of those guys where it's just a matter of time. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to speak nothing on him, but it's like, look at what he's doing. Do you honestly think somebody could continue living like this and not, not, nothing not happen to him? Yeah, right. Come on. Karma is a bitch. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but she's kind of almost like him in a sense to in the sense where, I mean, it's like, they just have this negative energy. They always causing fucking chaos and, and, and drama. I can't stand people like that. Oh my gosh. But yeah, he, um, and while he was on the stage talking about, uh, at rolling out talking about, cause y'all know that's when they was trying to cancel his ass over that rolling out comment when he was like, you know, if you ain't got HIV or, uh, no, he said, if you ain't got AIDS or some other disease that'll kill you in two weeks, you know, put your lighters up. And it's like, motherfucker, your ass. 
I ain't trying to be funny, but the way these rappers is dropping and the way you carrying yourself, nigga, you better be hoping you'll be alive in two weeks. Shit, for real. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, he, he be doing too much too. I don't like that video I just saw of him recently, um, swinging on his artist. Like he's always fighting on somebody. You know, he, he smacked a girl who was trying to get a picture of him. He slapped her or punched her or whatever. Um, he beat up the, um, this is all from like, I think all going back from 2018 up to now. He beat up, a, um, a guy who let him use his Airbnb and the baby wasn't supposed to have no more than like, I think it was like, uh, it was like a certain amount of people, but he had like over that amount. He was trying to shoot a music video. So when the dude, when the dude came back to reinforce the rules, like, no, this was not the agreement. You're not even supposed to have all these people in here. And not only that, but you're shooting a music video, trying to cut corners. So he won't have to, you know, pay a lot of money for a music video or whatever. But he he ended up the dude ended up getting beat up. I think his team or the, you know they ended up beating the dude up real bad. And I think that guy is pressing charges. Like this shit crazy. Um, it's just disgusting the way this guy the way he carries himself. And I my thing is people was tripping off of him. You know people was trying to cancel him off of the gay the homophobic remarks or whatever at rolling out or rolling loud or whatever. But it's like, he killed somebody. Why he wasn't getting canceled for that? You know what I'm saying? Why was he not getting canceled for that? He killed an innocent young man in Walmart. So, I don't know. Like, people are crazy, you know? But, um... But, yeah, it's just always drama with him. So, anyway. Um, hold on. Let me see. Yeah, he went on people. I, like I said, if something wasn't happening to him, I wouldn't even feel bad for him. I wouldn't. Not at all. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-mm. He do too much dirt, man. Too much damn dirt. Um. So, yeah. That's who she kind of remind me of, though. They they all got the same kind type of energy. You know what I'm saying? Always up in some shit. And then just the way, then he, then he was just recently, not too long ago, uh, jumped his baby mama, Danny Lay, jumped her boy, jumped her brother who was trying to defend her ass. But you know, after the way he dissed her publicly, like it, like even with that, just mess, just always mess and chaos. So her, him and his crew jumped her brother at the bowling alley, all that slipping and sliding and shit. It was so fucking stupid. So now he pressing charges or whatever, which he should. Danny Lay's brother's pressing charges, which he should. Um, it's just always something with him. So yeah, uh, uh-uh. people like that. Uh, uh-uh. uh, I, uh-uh. I definitely, definitely distance myself or just I don't even deal with people like that at all so joe biden is strongly considering canceling all student loan debt Mm, this is interesting so it okay this is um this is um courtesy of baller alert so it looks like president i'm reading this from baller alert okay it says it looks like the it looks like President Biden wants to make good on his promise to eliminate federal student loan debt entirely by moving 
uh, to forgive most of the country's 1.6 trillion deficits. This week, it was announced that Biden was exploring options to forgive almost the entire debt carried by former and current U.S. citizens. He addressed the possible decision during a Monday meeting with the Congressional Hispanic Caucus. Uh, the revelation comes just a week after the administration unveiled a plan to refine the student loan forgiveness and income-based repayment programs. If Biden puts if if Biden puts his plan into motion, over 43 million citizens will have their student loan debt canceled for good. Uh, President Secretary Jim Jen Psaki says that administration will make a decision about complete student loan forgiveness between now and August, which is when payments are scheduled to resume. Mm. Federal student loan payments have been halted due to the COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> the COVID-19 pandemic. Counseling student loan debt will not only relieve, relieve millions of people from crippling financial woes, but it could also help Biden secure re-election. Some Democrats believe the move will motive will motivate young voters and other progressives to vote in his favor. However, the plan could have the opposite effect, angering voters who have already paid off their student loans. Um, well, that is true. They'd be like, what the hell? I don't pay my shit off here. Honey, let me tell you something. That'll be wonderful if they go ahead and forgive the student loan debt, because that's a lot of people's, um, that's where a lot of people's debt come from. Their fucking student loans. And the unfortunate thing about it is a lot of people are in student loan debt and not even doing what the hell they went to school for. I personally feel like college is fucking overrated. Now don't get me wrong. I'm all about education. Don't get it twisted. Don't get my words twisted. But I just think that the four year institutions are so fucking overrated. I feel like if you're not going to school to be like a nurse, doctor, or something in the medical field or something that, you know, is in demand, it's like, there's no point in fucking going. I'm for real wrecking up you wrecking up all this debt don't get me wrong if you just want to go and you want to get you a business degree or some type of degree okay that's cool but I mean I just feel like nowadays you know you have a lot of um trade schools who which I feel like is better because you could still come out actually making more money than a person who went to a four-year um university and a lot of people that I know who went to a four-year university and got a degree um, and like something other than the medical field or something, hell, they're, they're like doing something totally different or they're, you know what I'm saying? Or they're working in call centers or something. Not to say there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying that's not what the hell they went to school to get a four year degree for. That's not what you went to go rake up a lot of fucking debt for. You know, you went to go pursue a particular career, but because the way things are set up now, it's like some shit you just don't even need a damn college degree for. Like, you know, especially like stuff like broadcasting and everything. Like nowadays with social media and all this, you know, anybody can fucking be a broadcaster. You got so many YouTubers who, I mean, who didn't go to school for broadcasting the hell. They making fucking money just being YouTubers. Or, I mean, I'm just saying like there's so many outlets out there. So it's like, I don't know. I just, I just think that college, college degree from a four year institution is overrated. Let me word it just like that. A college degree from a four year institution is overrated. It is again, if, if it's not in the medical field or something that's in high demand, it is, it's overrated and you want to be careful. 
Um, so yeah, so, you know, growing up, we, in the eighties and in the nineties and stuff, that that's, that's what we were taught was to go to college and stuff, because that was the thing. I mean, then we had shows like the Cosby show who inspired us to go to, uh, Hillman, uh, you know, or, you know, well, some, some people didn't know that Hillman was not a real college, but, <laughs> but I always knew it wasn't, so, you know, but I'm just saying, like, we were inspired to go to college, like, it was always about college. You know, because for a long time, hell, black folks couldn't go to college or whatever. We couldn't even go get a fucking education. So, um, during the 80s and the 90s, you know, it was a big deal to go to college. But I know a lot of people who went and got four-year degrees, and some of them were like, shit, I wish I had never even did that shit. Or they felt like it wasn't even worth it. So, you just got to choose carefully and choose wisely. Because now, I mean, hell, especially with these college institutions being expensive as hell, like, oh my gosh, it just, it should be a fucking shame. So I wonder if they forgive those student loans, what about the people who decide to pick up and go to college? Um, and are they going to just go ahead and, and pick up new debt? You know what I'm saying? Like the people who may be coming out of high school and they say, okay, I want to go to, I want to go to, um, Spelman or I want to go to, um, you know, I want to go to, um, Wilberforce. I want to go to Central State. So those people who are coming out of high school and they're wanting to go to college, they're going to pick up uh, a new debt, you know, a new, um, you know, cause they got to get student loans. If they, I mean, if they don't have a scholarship or a full ride or whatever, you know, they got to get, they're going to have to get, a, uh, they're going to have to pick up the student loan debt. So the people who already have been, you know, we have to get ours forgiven, but they're going to be, I don't know. It's just crazy. I just don't think college should be this damn expensive in the first place, period. It just shouldn't be. I mean, really, it just shouldn't be because that just don't make no damn sense. And that's why uh, a lot of people are taking the skill trade route. I read um, somewhere that economists were saying that, you know, they were saying that it's better to get a, a, a trade, a skill trade, as opposed to getting a four-year degree now. Yeah. I can't remember where I read that at, but I remember reading that and being like, wow, yeah, I can see, I can see that. So I don't know. It's not even about, you know, I do think the college life is, um, might be worth experiencing, you know, living on campus and maybe possibly pledging and all that kind of stuff. Going to a HBCU, that might be, you know, but you know, at the same time, when people, you know, at one point it, it was cool to go and get your degree in communications or get your degree in marketing and all that kind of stuff. But it's like now, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's worthless though. I would not, like I said, I wouldn't knock anybody who just truly, truly wants to go, but I would say to think about it first, like as far as really think, because you got to think about that money fact, the money factor. in the long run, you got to think about that money factor because at the end of the day, it is a factor. <laughs> it's a huge factor. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see though. We'll see what Biden's talking about. We'll see if he give what it needs to give. Okay. We need it to be given what it needs to give and we need these student loans forgiven. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, so I saw the stupidest article about Snickers. Okay, they talking about some Snickers response to rumors that they're removing the dick vein from candy bars. Child, 
don't take nothing out of the Snickers. Snickers is my favorite candy bar. And that's the only reason I'm talking about this shit. Snickers is my favorite fucking candy bar. And it has been since I was a child. Don't change, don't change nothing about the Snickers. Okay. This whole, this whole perverted ass country. <laughs> why the hell would they, they, why would the hell would they, you know, even equate the damn, they're talking about the chocolate. You know, the chocolate, top, the top, the, 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 on the top of the candy bar is that chocolate and it looked like veins and it's only be, it's only from them. That's where they stop the chocolate and move it again. You know, they, they kind of make that little print with the chocolate on purpose just to show how chocolatey, how chocolatey and milky the candy bar is. But this old perverted ass country would try to turn it into something fucking sexual. That candy bar, the, I'm looking at the picture now, the can, the candy bar don't even look right or look the same without the damn uh, chocolatey print that's what it is a chocolatey print they talking about a damn dick vein that people fucking crazy <laughs> they just always gotta just stupid just really fucking stupid <laughs> so anyway that's crazy um so what y'all think y'all think Tori shot Meg or what like Mm-mm-mm. That's so fucking stupid. So stupid. Anyway, so Monica had to get a reporter together, honey. Monica, okay? Monica had to get a reporter together. I like me some Monica, y'all. I said that before, and I'll say it again. I like Monica. She's so classy. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she is. I mean, ever since Monica been on the scene, we ain't ever seen Monica dressing all scantily clad, or she ain't ever, you know, thotting and, 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 and twerking this shit. You know what I'm saying? Monica just be on her grown woman. She's always, she always had a maturity about her ever since. It's just one of those days. When I want to be all alone. She always had a very, uh, maturity, a, a, a maturity about her, you know? So anyway, she had to get this reporter together. And first of all, from what he said, I don't mind. I mean, I don't mind her getting him together. Shit. He sounded racist as fuck. It says, uh, part, this is a uh, courtesy of rolling out. It says, uh, rollingout.com. It says, Monica Slam's racist reporter for complaint about blacks at the CMT, the country music, the country, I said the country, oh, I can't talk. The country music television awards. Ooh. So this is what the reporter had to say. And like I said, I don't blame her because what he said, he sounded like some, like, damn, dude, are you, yeah, your ass is racist as fuck. White nationalist Patrick Howley is upset because there were too many black people at the country music awards. Country music is different. It's not Wakanda. Now listen to what the hell he had to say. This uh, award show was really kind of a train wreck. There was uh, a chick who was uh, co-hosting it, and they said that she tested positive for the Rona. So let's uh, take a, a look. Last night. I know all of you were looking I don't know who this black guy is who's hosting it. It's supposed to be country music. No offense. I mean, y'all have hip-hop and basketball. You know what I mean? It's like, just fly with your flock, bro. Not against you, but you're up here being like, the melanated people invented country music. At the CMT. We was making country music in Wakanda before Johnny Cash and Merle Haggard stole the black man's country music. It's like, all right, bro. It's so angry. There were so many black people there. Sorry to say, but like so many black celebrities who have nothing to do with country music. And it's like, Why? No disrespect to uh, 
to the the funky brothers of, of, of music. I love Earth, Wind, and Fire, Run DMC, etc. But I mean, like country music's different. Country music's different. It's not Wakanda. Ooh, no, he did. <laughs> Ooh, but in true Monica fashion, baby, she got his ass together. She got his ass together. <laughs> He is a trip. I did not like that. You know what I'm saying? He he gonna I mean, he I'm surprised that I'm surprised a lot of people didn't get in his ass about that. For real. Because talking about some I mean, come on people. Talking about it's not Wakanda. Are you kidding me? So anyway. So this is what Miss Monica, this is what the, um, it's just one of them days singer had to say. I love, I like Monica. I really do. She said, I've never been more motivated. Patrick Howley, although your feelings are likely shared by some, it's not by the masses. I have an all-star legendary team of true country artists that are currently working with me that would beg to differ. Because of the genuine hearts of at Leslie Fram one and at CMT, I shared the stage with at Jimmy Allen and Little Big Town. This was the first of many times that you will see me. I see you. No, 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 no. This is the this was the first of many times that you will see me. I see you caught that my skin is melanated, but you missed that it was tough. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Read that again. She said, this was the first of many times that you will see me. I see you caught my, I see you caught that my skin is melanated. I see that you caught my skin is melanated, but you missed that it was tough. I'm rooted in the word and built to last. See you soon. Or should I say, welcome to Wakanda. Gracefully bows with Anthony Mackey. Open roles coming soon, MDA. Child, and that MDA is Monica Denise Arnold. Yes, she got him together in true Monica fashion. See how classy Monica is? That's why I like Monica. She's so classy. So, yeah, I mean, come on. Like, I can't believe he said that. Like, that was bold as fuck. Stick to your flock, bro. Mm. Mm-mm. Well, so yeah, that was that on that, but yeah. So, um, I think that was all I was going to talk about. Um, yeah, I think that was, I think that was just about it. So yeah, y'all will see how everything unfolds with the whole Megan Thee Stallion situation with Tory Lanez. I know a lot of people have been talking about that. And some people have been actually kind of getting into it over that shit. Like, he did shoot her. Why would she be lying? Protect black women and blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, you know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -mm. we just don't know. Like, we really do not know. And that's the thing. That's why I'm not going to say, I mean, I... Like I said, my opinion is I do believe that there was some fragments in her from some bullet fragments, but I just still also believe that there's a lot being left. There's a lot being left out. And for whatever reason, you know, she's not really, you know, she's not really saying, 
something is missing. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy. Uh, but we'll see what happens. So anyway, I think that's all I got for now, y'all. Um, yeah, I think that is all. And I'm going to um, go ahead and get out of here. I'm going to get out of here and you guys go ahead and take care. And don't forget to follow me and um, follow me on um, Instagram, Conversations with Miss Marcy. At, I mean, I'm sorry, at Conversations with Miss Marcy. And um, yeah, so I'll catch y'all in the next video. Oh, I'm sorry, I'll catch y'all in the next podcast. <laughs> I'll catch y'all on the next podcast. So, all right, y'all. Until next time, peace. All right, guys, that's a wrap. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now, don't be stingy. Go ahead and share this podcast. And don't forget to follow on social media. Remember, you might get glad about what I said, or you might get mad about what I said. Either way, I said what I said. Till next time, y'all take care. Bye.